Welcome to the Fatty Z Muskie Podcast. I'm Andy. Joined to my right, I have Vance. Across the table from Vance, sitting in front of Ranger. We have Todd on the phone. Hi, Todd. Hello. Hello. All right. You want to add anything, Vance? No. It's good to be in studio. Okay. I'm not alone. So, all right, here we go. This podcast is brought to you by Fatty Z Muskie Products. FattyZMuskie.com. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and we just got done wrapping up the Muskie Mac show. We're going to talk a lot about that today. But what we have going on right now is I have some leftover show colors, and I posted up on Facebook. I'd say about half of the stuff I had sold. What was in the photo was not representative of the actual inventory. So uh, if you want to see what we have going on there. But it's close. It's very close. It's very close. Um, so check that out. Message me if there's anything there. I'm just going to try to get, you know, trickle these show colors out. So I'm not holding them in my inventory where I like to keep the standard colors for the website, which is up and running. Everything seems to be going fairly smooth. So check it out there. It's on uh, fattyzmuskie.com. Click on the store tab and we have that going along with Jeff at Team Rhino Outdoors said that he was going to be possibly even tonight putting up the new colors that uh, he ordered and I sent last week to him. So you can check out some exclusive colors of Team Rhinos on his website, Team Rhino Outdoors. Uh, Musky Tackle Online got a whole bunch of baits too. They're standard colors. Check them out. I am running very low on standard colors. So if there's something you don't see, on my site, you can go over to Aaron's site and check them out there. He's great, you know, free shipping over seventy-five bucks. Great guy, fast. Um, so big thanks to those two online retailers. I just peeled this curtain back to check the inventory, and what was you heard the crickets? That, but, but the echoes. <laughs> but I'm looking at this lemon head. The lemon head that made it. Yeah. You want well, to talk about that later? I, ju- I just can't believe this Lemonhead has not sold. It's like the prettiest bait out there. It's a Lemonhead. It's got pearl in it. It's got a lateral line. The thing is sick looking. We will talk about that Lemonhead a little bit later. All right. Fine. Okay. So, Muddy Creek, were you at the show? Yeah, we were there. Vance and I were there. Got to talk to Andy a little bit later in the day on Saturday. <laughs> at uh <clears throat> at the musky max but yeah muddy creek fishing guys mc fishing guys.com give us a call uh you know i booked uh half a dozen trips yesterday a couple today you know so if you have your date in mind when you're going to be traveling and you're going to be in the area of chautauqua lake uh sometime between memorial day and a couple weeks into november Give us a call. We'll try to get you on the books. Vance and I are both going to be ready to go. And uh, we're still up in the air whether we're going to be doing much in Pennsylvania early season. That would be through myself. But, yeah, it was great talking to people. And we'll talk about the show later. But give us a call if you want to do a trip. Absolutely. And uh, Vic's Marine, Vic Sports Center in Kent, Ohio. Uh, check them out. They have a plethora of boats, including Ranger boats, Star Crafts, Star Welds, and uh, fantastic service. 
we are anticipating our uh, boats coming in. I, you know, I think I think they're in, they're in this week. They're getting rigged. Uh, I don't know when we're going to be towing them home. Uh, I would not want to tow them home in what just happened up here. Yeah. in the last thirty hours. Yeah, it's terrible. Uh, we got like sixteen inches here. Yeah. Yeah, oh, and geez. it's not oh, it's not God. it's not heavy snow. It's it's actually very easy to walk through. The problem is is that it's with it being light, it drifts like it's just yeah. stupid. Well, the the thing it, I mean, even that, you, you know how that grime stays on the road for like even mm-hmm. say say it just was done snowing period and it started warming up and rain and that that muck's still on the road for a couple weeks. We had a really good stretch where I'm like, we might get out of this one easy this year, you know, mm. calendar-wise, not snow-wise. I mean, snow, mm-hmm. I'd say, is probably average. But, um, you know, we had some rains. We had sun. And I'm like, man, these roads are going to clean off. Mm-hmm. And we're going to, you know, not have white-looking cars. Yeah, no. No, this is this is a killer, and it's looking like for the next 10 days, it's and, not going to leave us. Yeah. And I'm not afraid to get the boat dirty, but... I mean, it's the first time you're pulling it off the lot. Come on. I mean, eventually both the Todd and Todd and myself's Rangers, big sparkly machines, are going to be disgusting green slime all nasty yeah. up from being in Chautauqua Lake water. But, you know, at least for the first pull, I want it to look like it's brand new, you know. Well, yeah, you want it in the garage clean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're like, I'm pulling this baby home for the first time. And then, you know. The missus comes out and is like, why yeah. did you get a white boat? Yeah. You're like, no, it's black. Is that, it? is that thing used? I'm like, no, it's, yeah. we just towed it on 50 miles. <laughs> How come the trailer's rusting? <laughs> because there's yeah. 50,000 yeah. pounds of salt on it. Yeah. yeah. But they're they're getting rigged up. We're going to be pulling them home soon. We're really looking forward to that and looking forward to working with Ranger Boats and Vic Sports Center. Check them out. Awesome. Todd? Yes, sir. Do you have a ditty for the for another sponsor? I, I don't have any. We're I've 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 given up my rap career. It was good though. Just, it, no, it was not good while it lasted. <laughs> it was funny though. <laughs> anyway. I don't even know how it all became. You started it, Andy. You started it. I, I start a lot of trends. You did. Yes. Let's see. <laughs> so, I, see. I know the guys down at uh, uh, at the show through our club. They said they had quite a few new people sign up. Uh, a lot of renewals through Muskies Inc. And uh, let's just go ahead and support the club that is doing something for all the muskie fishermen out there. You know, check out your local club if you're into the sport. Even if you've had some situations in the past that you think yeah yeah you know there's a reason you got out you know check check out the new group that's running the organization they're going a lot of different ways here they have stuff that they're focusing on that was voted on by the people by the members and uh be nice to see that membership get up a little bit the more people the more power they have to help us out when we need help whether it be with uh you know stocking buying minnows they do some stuff through muskies inc with the becker fund i know our club has got many thousands of dollars through that becker fund it's not specifically muskies inc but it's run through some through a through a chapter or through some people 
with Muskie's Inc. And that's where our club found out about it. And uh, they're willing to help. You know, you're talking about someone that donated a lot of money uh, when they passed away. And uh, it's done a lot of good for us. I can tell you our club took advantage of it. I remember the first meeting I was at when they talked about this fund and let's try it. Let's put a proposal together and it's helped us out a lot. Every not every year, but most years, we're getting some money from them to help us with things. And you know, if you're not into the Muskies Inc., your club can't take advantage of that. Something to look at. Uh, they're doing a lot of good things. Yeah, I got. I don't think you guys were involved in the text message chain, but Jim Evers uh, texted me. I think it was Sunday when we were at the show, and he he had got a message from a from a person that became a member again. It wasn't a renewal. They they had dropped their membership. Uh, and, you know, for reasons that they, I would say, just the political climate of mm-hmm. the organization. And then the guy said that, you know, after listening to the uh, Muskies, Inc., why join? And just the show has decided to rejoin based off, awesome. based off of that. So um, I was never really fully aware or engrossed into, you know, some of the stuff that was going on, and I, I can't really comment on any of that, but, you know, it's nice to see that there are some people there that are, um, listen, and they'll say, you know what, we're going to give this give this another go. So, that's good. You know, we donated, we donated a lot of baits this year for the uh, Three Rivers chapter. You know, they... They use that for for various things, Todd. Is it? It's not one specific. They they spread it no. out over. No, I mean you know some are going to go to the banquets. Every time they have a meeting, they have they throw some lures out on the table. Is just like a. They usually give a couple to anybody who attends. You sign your name, and they'll pull a couple off of that card. Uh, they also will have some little raffles. You know, little deal. You know, five tickets for five bucks and. <laughs> You know, you put them in whichever, like a whichever thing you want. Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, the, if they draw your name, you get up and you pick the bait you want. You know, some of them will get filtered through there. Some of them will go to the banquet that's coming up, and they're on the banquet table. They give a lot of stuff away at the banquet table. We have a great, you know, I, I consider us to be real lucky here at Chapter 16 because we have, you know, when you get to go to the, raffle table when you when your name is picked you know you have wily lures legend lures <laughs> you have some baits that are uh, highly sought after like all the az's uh, az's so people pick up az's they do yeah i've been there i've seen it yeah mm-hmm. but all that stuff sitting on the table from from uh you know just donations mostly sometimes the guys do a you know, hey, the club gives you a hundred bucks, but we people usually give them like three times as much what they what they actually pay for. You know, mm-hmm. uh, so there's a lot of donation. I know that's what they do with us, but and I think most of the clubs do stuff like that. Uh, every club usually has a big banquet at the end, give away their awards and their plaques, and uh, it's a fun time. A lot of fun can be had by being a member. There you go. Nice. There's all the other things that you can do while at Muskie's Inc. Yes, like attend the Chautauqua Lake Showdown on uh, June 23rd (laughs) at uh, Chautauqua Lake. Get a hold of Zach Baker. He's putting on the tournament. Uh, 
through his chapter, which is chapter 69. He always does a great job doing that. There's going to be giveaways after. Uh, you could sign up through him. And you can also sign up uh, on the day of. If you guys are on the fence about it, you can show up at Mayville and, and uh, sign up that day as well. But uh, check it out. It sounds like there's going to be a lot of boats in this tournament. It's going to be a fun one. Um, so, Do you know who's not going to be there? Who? Me. You that, busy? Yeah, it's my, da- it's my daughter's sixth birthday. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. There is no fishing on the birthday of mm-hmm. your firstborn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Maybe one day, though. You know, maybe she'll be like, hey, Dad. I do, I do it all the time. Let's go fishing. Andy. Yeah. Well, I do it all the time. We the, celebrate on the day that I don't fish. <laughs> there's some differences in family structure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also doing it because that's my job. Yeah. You know what? You might be able to go fish. I wonder if those those grass pickerel will last throughout the season, you know. I would hope. Dep- it, it depends on how high it gets back there and stuff, I'm sure. Yeah. It runs all year. There's a there's that nice, gurgly, cold water. Yeah. But check out that tournament and also check out St. Croix Rods. Uh, you know, Todd and I use them. We love them. Can't wait to stick them in our new boats and figure out all that rod storage and stuff like that uh, for those St. Croix. Awesome. All right, I wanted to do this if you had to choose with Tony. It just never fit in. So if this seems a little bit off the wall, this was really tailored to Tony. Um, So we're just going to have to imagine what he would say. So my if you had to choose is you're fishing a PMTT tournament. If you had to choose, would you want to win a tournament not at your home lake? Oh, wait. How did I do this? You were going to win a tournament. Dang it. I had it set up perfect because what it... It's fine. Let me run some... uh... Well, now I'm blanking. You're blanking. Okay. So... Would you rather win it at your home lake or? No, because it, what it was setting up was, lake. and it, it was kind of a backwards kind of thing because they won last year after how many years of trying at their home lake. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, keep in mind, I've been keeping this for like a week and a half in my brain. That's fine. We've so, had a busy week too. So your brain's very big. But yeah, and, and okay, entering on, yeah. entering your home lakes tournament, not knowing the results, or going and winning or placing at another body of water knowing that there could be that stigma holding over your head that this is your home body why aren't you winning this mm-hmm. and you know they they got the the monkey off their back so to speak last year mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. remember i think you remember saying something like greg was like why can't i catch a fish during these days yeah there was a yeah. comment made yeah so you got your home lake. Let's just say there's a PMTT at Chautauqua. Mm-hmm. They've been there. I've been in them. And you go there. You, you could win. You could get blanked. Or you just go somewhere random and you just kick butt. What would you rather do? Bask in the glory of the possibility of winning at your home lake or becoming... It's either you're going to be a hero or a zero on your home lake. Or go be some guy that showed up and people are like, ah, got lucky. Yeah. 
That's that's what I was going for. So I, I got sound you. like an idiot earlier. No, um, it's all good. Um, man, I would love to take the home win, but that's a roll the dice. Is it? Well, I mean, you go there. I mean, because like what you got here is hero zero at home lake, or you're gonna do well, and and people are just gonna brush it off as it was luck. Well, I'm used to that. Period. You know. I, I Especially get a, <laughs> with brown hooved animals. Yeah, the, the this <laughs> ten point that I have out there, but uh, you know, I don't care. People are going to say what they want to say, but I, you know, I'd love to win a PMTT on Chautauqua Lake. I would love if it came back there. Period. You know, how would you feel if you blanked? If like you finished with zero fish, and which there's a lot of people in the PMTT. Mm-hmm. That get zeros, and they're great fishermen. It's, it's oh yeah, no doubt. There's a lot. Like of, there's a lot of great 80, fishermen. 80, 90 percent of them. Yeah, I mean, you're gonna take your your lumps in in this game, uh, but uh, I I I feel for sure Tony would have said he would have given up every. I bet you he would have said he wouldn't have cared if he placed in any tournament, right? Or done anything. He would give that all up for that win at his home lake. You know, when they did Chautauqua at our home, at my home lake, but I mean, the only time I got to fish was back in 1999, the first year they had the, the, the PMTT, and we went there, and it was like, how sweet would this be? But the whole time you're thinking, but it's probably just not going to happen. There's all these people out there, you know? <laughs> uh, yeah. Now, I, I know their feelings is like, okay, we've been here like 19 times now. It's about time for us to have our day. And it happened, and they were very, very happy to have that happen. But as they should be, I yes. mean, that, that, a, a, a win's a win. I guess where I'm going with this is, I'd sooner be called lucky at another tournament than, mm-hmm. you know, if I had to, you know, because this is just some imaginary scenario here. Yeah. Let me let me be lucky for a day than to be like the the. I don't even want to call it a flip of a coin, but you could just say you're either going to do really good or you're going to do really bad. Mm-hmm. More than likely, that coin's going to land, like Todd's saying, 80 to 90%, mm-hmm. eight out of nine times on bad. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You know, I guess there is the option of finishing middle of the road. but And the tournaments are run, you know, the tournaments are different. Well, you know, the first, when, when we did our one at uh, Chautauqua in 99, they had a 40-inch size limit on it because that's what was the state limit. They didn't take it down to those 30-inch fish like they're doing now. Uh, Dale and I caught fish in the tournament. Uh, we just didn't get any 40 inches. I had a, a dog bone, the old dog bone fat body. I had one up to the court, up to the corner of the boat, you know, probably about a 44. It wasn't enough. It wouldn't have been enough to win, but we would have been in the top probably six, five or six. And uh, Dale had the net in his hand, but. Uh, fish did not cooperate now we caught a bunch of small smaller ones that didn't count in that tournament so we didn't we didn't register one but i didn't feel like it was a a loss you know that was but did it carry any disappointment no because i mean i went into it with disappointment it's like this would be too (laughs) disappointment (laughs) yeah i mean i i didn't i didn't I, I was disappointed going into it. it was like it, it would just be too sweet to come here and win this, you know. 
then you go to, you know, then we went to the Fox chain of lakes, which I've never been to in my life. And I don't know, people could say you got lucky. We ended up winning, but you know, we went out, we caught a fish pre-fishing. We did what we were doing pre-fishing. We caught a fish Saturday. We caught a fish Sunday. We were the only team that doubled up and we won the tournament. So I don't feel like that was luck either. You know, we, something happened. Mm-hmm. There's a reason we were there. So I've never been back to the lake. I fished it three days. Uh, we caught one fish each day, which really isn't that great, but we won the tournament because no one else was catching much. <laughs> right. I, I wasn't uh, meaning when I said, you know, the lucky yeah. part, it's just what others will, you know, sour grape about like, Oh, mm-hmm. they just got lucky. Mm. Yeah. It would, it, it would have been, it would be really neat to go and win it, win it on your home lake for sure. Because as you said, it's a zero, you know, you got big time guides and names and, you know, uh, people that fish the lake all the time, you know. There's the added said, pressure of your home lake. If, yeah. yeah, people can put that on them. I don't do that. I look at a tournament as a tournament. I feel like I could win any of them. I could lose any of them. I know what it takes. But you do feel like you have a little bit, you know, obviously... <laughs> If they held numerous tournaments at Chautauqua Lake, I don't think it would take. Usually, when they have them now, I mean, it's not like we struggle. You know, every you know, we don't win. I don't win them all if I do them, but usually there's something going on <laughs> mm-hmm. on your home lake. You, you have you a very good. good check too. You have a very good track record of calling how the winning team. Yes, would have caught the fish, and I mean, I know it's a coin flip of casting or trolling, but. Mm-hmm. You, you have your thumb on the pulse enough to know that. That's because we just fished it for like 20 days before the tournament. And, you, you know, we're doing both cast troll. And usually you can say, yep, someone's going to win this casting or mm-hmm. whatever. You know, this is the way it's going to be one troll in the south basin, troll in the north basin. I can pick that. I can't always be the winner, but. <laughs> right. So that was just. My, if you had to choose, yeah, that's cool. I, I choose to be called lucky. Yeah, and that's really cool that they won it last year. Both of them, you know, those are probably the you know the two biggest guides down there, and they teamed up and they got it done. I mean, that's you know, they take that to the grave. That's I know that they really wanted to do that. That's they did. And they they both have said that was the highlight of everything they've done. And we <laughs> we were home like you know, and we were. Uh, you know, Todd and I were in that tournament, and we were yes. trolling, and we got those. Well, I guess <laughs> we we got a, a text from Tony. Uh, it was probably like the tenth one throughout the day, and he had told us the news of what they caught. And, and I remember just looking at Todd, and I was like, "Well, this was fun." I was like, "It's probably over right now. Anything can happen." But you know, I was genuinely happy for them mm-hmm. i mean it's a really cool thing to do that on your home lake you know mm-hmm. and it was nice all right i i hope to hit on two subjects today one's obviously going to be the musky max wrap-up it seems to be something that we do after shows we mm-hmm. kind of give a play-by-play all the stuff that happened musky max it was a good show for us it was I'm going to say it didn't have Sergio, though Sergio was brought up. Yes. Um, but I don't know. Let's let's just start from 
Let's start from the beginning. After last week's podcast, Vance got loaded up with a ton of baits, took him down to Todd. Todd, was there anything crazy that happens while you took those and went and set up? No, we went down and set up. I had a little bit of a problem with a banner for the first time by yourself, but uh, I got it done. Okay, so the banner was put was up about by, it. by Todd. Yeah. Yeah, Todd... Todd went down and set up on Friday night, which was, I mean, that helps out tremendously when <laughs> everything's like pretty much set up except for the rod holders mm-hmm. and you have a genuine, you know, general idea of where everything's going to go. Uh, that helps out a lot. It, it takes a long time. I mean, you look at a booth and you're like, oh, that's a nice looking booth. There's a lot that goes into making a nice looking booth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could you could very well just take the tables that are provided, dump your stuff on them, and be like, "Yep, I'm set up." Yep. And some of those guys have they make booths that are way more extravagant than what we do. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm not saying that we're yeah no, but but what they do it takes a long time to set up. I was down there when they were setting up. It's amazing how fast it can get tore down, but that's probably why it's harder to set up the next time. Mm-hmm. That happens to us. Yeah. Everything's organized when you get there, and it still takes a long time. But when it's teared down, it's like, it's like just get it in a box. <laughs> Let's hit the road. Get a get a cart. Let's get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, anyways, then I come down Saturday morning. I leave my house at 5 o'clock, and I'm expecting a nice, nice drive. You know, like the weather didn't really call for anything. I get about two exits south on 79, and it's just blowing snow, <laughs> almost to where I'm like, I'm a big cruise control guy. I will set it right at the speed limit and just let it ride. And I almost had to, almost, I didn't. I uh, almost took it off cruise control in this snow-covered highway. Mm-hmm. I was just like, well, it's fairly straight. I'll see what I happens. I don't even know how to use cruise control in this truck of mine. <laughs> Just nothing I do. I just my favorite thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Take my feet off the pedals and just now I have to pay attention with, you know, yeah. left, right. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, but cars. I mean, people. I mean, I don't know. I, I guess maybe I'm a. I expect too much out of people. But if you live in this area, you should learn how to drive with you know some snow on the road. Mm-hmm. You should have learned by now. Mm-hmm. It's like everyone decided to go 55 in a, on a 70 mile an hour highway. And I'm like, well, I'm just going to stay in this left lane. And I was I was making good time. Yeah, it's just crazy, an, an hour difference, what it can make when you're dealing with these Great Lakes and stuff like that, you know. the Essentially, you could be to that Pittsburgh airport from here in about an hour and a half, uh, and, you know, you, you'll have three foot of snow in one area and green grass in that other area. It's just nuts. Yeah, on the, on the way back, I'm going to jump ahead a little bit on this because it's, it's kind of pertinent right now. Um, heading north on 79 to come back home, you know, the conversation was, I wonder when we start having snow because we left that show. It was like 40-some degrees in blue skies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to probably say about, what do you think, three or four exits before we, we get off. And all of a sudden... There's like a line, snow. Yeah. It was a line, it and it, and it went crushed. from not green grass, but you know, grass that doesn't have snow on it, mm-hmm. to snow and yeah. just more snow. 
and snow. That's why it's nice when you can go down and half the booth is set up and you're just ready to go. You know, yeah, you know, you you get one snowstorm up here, and my two hour drive down now could be four hours, mm-hmm. and it, it is a bit of a gamble to leave the day of. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. But I got down. I made good time. Hour forty five. I uh, got in the door and kind of set my my boxes down. I I made a quick lap around just to see who was there. Zach was there, said hi to him. I look out through the doors where the main entry is, and there's people in line. Mm -hmm. People in line, and I'm like setting up mm -hmm. at 6.45 a.m. Doors open at 9. 9. That was shocking to me mm-hmm. because this is, you know, not Black Friday and, you know, the hot toy just came into Walmart mm-hmm. for for Christmas. We got the Muskie Max. Mm-hmm. And any, anyone out there that has been watching Facebook knows that they were lined up to see me. Mm-hmm. And... You know, so anyways, I'll talk more about the mob that came. Well, it did. Ha- I mean, I got set up. Yeah, I got set up. I got to talk to some people. It, it's weird at the shows. Like when we went to Chicago, at least I went to Chicago. I didn't go to the Ohio show. You get there, you set up the, like the day before. You have some time. You can stretch your legs. You can talk to other people. It was I was switching stuff around. I didn't know which way I wanted it. I did flip the tables and. Um, got set up. Vance comes rolling in a little bit later. Todd comes rolling in, and next thing you know, it's go time. And Vance, when it when the clock struck nine, what happened? Yeah, it was it was a it was a mob. It, it Black Friday was uh you know if you would Google search like you know Black Friday crowds, that's what it looked like was coming through the door. Just mass panic. People coming in, you know, looking left and right like they were linebackers looking at all these holes to fill and uh they were running in and uh they to, saw me they saw they saw andy yeah and they kept on running and they kept on running <laughs> um they're like we'll be back later <laughs> yes but that i mean that's that's neat neat to see uh, you know yeah. it's a small show it packs a punch or some sought after people uh people there uh, making baits and stuff and uh you know that's I would say after about a half an hour, around 9.30. Um, we didn't have a lot of traffic that first half hour. No, no. And it was nice. I mean, that's generally what happens at that show. Right. But uh, all of a sudden, we got just incredibly busy. And it did not stop. It didn't stop. No, it didn't stop until about noon. Yeah, I don't know when Tony Tony did a seminar around noon. And I just remember, I'm like, okay, you know, things are, we're starting to loosen up a bit. Then all of a sudden this train of people come back in when Tony stopped talking. Mm-hmm. And then, then after like that group filtered, it just, it got not nearly as busy. Yeah. But, but I mean, for those first the, the, four the, hours, you could say. Yeah. Uh, I, we didn't see each other. Uh, I saw Todd because we were basically uh, shoulder to shoulder 
like creating a square, yeah. step forward, step right, <laughs> step back, step left. Mm-hmm. And we like, couldn't couldn't get out of the way you of guys people. Were doing gra- the box step? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Okay. You know, we were like waltzing, uh, except what, with like waltzing with raptors and uh, cash and stuff like that. You know, we just like kept, because people were just coming and they were just like, yeah, I want this. And it was, it was busy. And people want to talk to you, and anybody that, you know, we didn't get to talk to too much in those first couple hours, we're sorry about that, but, uh, you know, we had... Most people understood. Yeah, that we were, we were definitely stormed there with, with, uh, with people, and, you know, it's great. It's great to see. It is. I was left alone on the other side of the, the booth, but I had a lot of people. I talked to a lot of folks. A lot of people came up, listened to the show, this and that. You know, we, anytime someone did that, I, I, you know, I tried to be like, hey, there's Vance and Todd in case, you know, they weren't aware that everyone, you know, the gang's all here. And we had actually three special guests. Mm-hmm. And I'd say four in that group, but three all had the same name. Mm-hmm. Vance, do you want to rehash this story? Because you know it a lot more intimately than me. You know what? I mean, so the original Mitch stopped by the booth. and By original Mitch, the human being. The human being. The, the, the man. Yeah. Mitch the man. Yeah. Mitch the man, who the bait was designed. For, the, the, this whole thing, he wanted Mitch on the back. It was a gift. He wanted Mitch on the back of a raptor with the date of his wedding. Of this wedding. Yes. He was in the wedding. He was in the wedding. Yeah. And that's how that Mitch thing all got started. Because so, Andy fudged the bait number. I fudged two of yeah. them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so really what it was was that back in, was it 2015, I tend, when, when someone asked me to make something special, I tend to make two of them. Because that gives me an oopsie. Should something happen? Because Murphy's Law says, if I'm going to drop a bait while painting, it's going to be the one that that's one. special. Yeah. Mm. yeah. So Murphy's Law, you know, pulled double overtime on me, and I I miss misdated that bait. Uh, many people that's listening have have heard that. So that happened. But before we figured out that it was the wrong date, the other Mitch went to Todd. It was a mud puppy, mm-hmm. which Vance broke it in in a huge way when you guys first went fishing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This would have been you know, the fall of 15. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we kind of played with that, and it became you know, kind of like a cult classic. It uh, caught fish in almost every body of water it went to. It, did, well, it, yeah. it caught fish in every body of water it went to. Not the creek, almost. Oh, did you, did you bring I, it to I, the creek? Todd had it, and... Yeah. I had a fish smack it, and I did not get that fish. Well, we all know that Mitch was more of a lake guy, you know. I'm going to tell you what. <laughs> I wish Todd wouldn't have given it to me with, like, three barbs missing. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, that... That did not happen. <laughs> <laughs> but Mitch caught fish in Nipissing? Nipissing, Chautauqua, you know, just where where we go, you know. Right, but it still, it, it traveled to Canada and caught a fish. Yeah. On a big, humongous body of water. Yeah. And it caught dozens and dozens and dozens of fish on Chautauqua Lake. Yeah. Uh, and So then what happened to Mitch a year on the wrong date? 
the year to the day. Twenty sixteen. His own stuff. Yes. And uh, failure, blind failure. Guy had his own rod, reel, stuff like that, and he was throwing mitts. He was sitting on the da- dash, and he's like, "Hey, can I throw that one?" And I was like, "Sure, throw it." You know, and I, yeah. We went after him, but so it was he was done. He was a slow sinker, very slow sinker. The leader, the line on there made him sink off sight, and he's he was gone. So Mitch died. One year on his year. wrong birthday that I wrote. Down. On the wrong birthday, yes, to the day. Then come, I'm going to say, we get towards more spring-summer of 17. I had a customer ask for a Mitch. And I'm, I'm trying to remember now. It slipped me. Did I put Mitch 2 on it? No, you just put Mitch. Okay, I put Mitch. They wanted their own Mitch, and I believe it was a crappy pattern. Mm-hmm. Crappy, yes. So we had Mitch reincarnated as a crappy not a mud puppy. Mm-hmm. You forgot I, to send them. I, I didn't forget to send them. I shipped a crappy, but it wasn't Mitch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I contacted the uh, the customer, or he contacted me. We got in contact, I should say. And I said, I'm stupid. I messed up. He also listens to the show, and he says, I'd like to hear the stories of Mitch. So we have a new Mitch that travels around, kind of like, like that one gnome that people... They yes, just want to hear like what Mitch was doing. Yeah. Yeah, and then, you know, I'm so I take Mitch this time. That's right. And you know, I do some charters with him. It's catching people their personal best. It's catching fish. It's just starting to get really good. And there's another charter. It's like the same thing that happened to Todd. Um I hand it off to a client. It's his own pole. Line snaps. Mitch sinks. Gone again. Now, who was this client? This client was very special to this story. Yeah, but the client was friends with the... With uh, Mitch. With Mitch. With the human Mitch. Yeah. The human Mitch. Yeah. Not mud puppy or crappy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> with Mitch. And, and come to think of it, I think he might have been in the wedding as well. Okay. Now... Not sure. So, Mitch, too, is gone. Lost at the hands of Mitch's friend. Mm-hmm. He knows Mitch, obviously. I said he's his friend. But Mitch has two Mitches. Mm-hmm. And the one was the first 8-inch mud puppy that I messed up. The second was a 10-inch mm-hmm. that I did put yes. the correct date on. Mm-hmm. And and we got we got a text message, message like, you know, a couple weeks later. It's like, hey, here's like a fun fact about this, you know. I know this Mitch guy. Here's the original Mud Puppies. He he sent us pictures of them, and I was like, "Wow, that's crazy, man!" Mm-hmm. Uh, just a lot of coincidence happened. A lot of like weird, you know. Just it's yeah. It's very. I like the word coincidence. I like the word weird, but it could also just be how small the community is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it is kind of weird mm-hmm. that all that all so that stuff happened. the client. I don't know his name, so if you listen, I, I apologize. I don't know your name. I do know the other one's name, Mitch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Mitch came with two other Mitches. Yeah, he brought the baits. Which made two Instagram posts. Mm-hmm. The one is clear as day because you can see him on the table. Mm-hmm. The other was a picture of all of us yeah. and Mitch. Mitch yeah. And... Um, 
there were some, you know, some very positive comments. Yeah, we liked that a lot. That was silly. That uh, no one focused on Mitch. They focused on my incredible style. Your style yeah. and your and not smiling. Which, not smiling. Which we couldn't even get you to turn around to take the picture. We tried for like. I had no idea. I know. Yeah, we're like. Andy, turn around. Andy, just stand here one second. Come on. There's people. I got to take care of these guys. I know you're talking to someone. You got to turn around. At, he looked at that person and he was like, I'll be back. I'll be back. <laughs> he turned, I'll be back. I got to take a picture. He yeah. turned and, and finally got the picture. And it was cool. You know, that was a Terminator reference to yeah. everybody. So I turned and I, yeah, the comment on the smile, people haven't seen me like that. That's a smile. I mean, I, I, I can I can go the next step, but oh, if you go expressionless, <laughs> people have a hard time reading you, so you get a better better read on them. If I, I were to start rapping right now, we would see the Andy smile. <laughs> yeah. Well, one person would. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you. Yeah. Andy. Dance. Andy smiles. That's a smile from Andy. That's getting a lot. That's However, lot. I did. You would see a lot more of my pearly whites. We'll get to this. When we talked to Dale Wiley that night. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, but anyway, so we, that was a really cool encounter with the original Mitch. We had like the whole gang there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was really sweet for us. Uh, you know, that's a great photo. Mm hmm. Yeah. And if you look in that photo where I know everyone's eyes are drawn to the most, you know, the th- rugged good looks of me. Yes. Uh, but they're, the, the Mitches are in there. Mm hmm. Uh, one is a profile shot. The other is a back shot. Mm-hmm. So really Super cool. Sweet. We, lo- we love seeing that stuff when people come up to us at the show. And, you know, it's just neat to, uh, you know, it's kind of nostalgic, you know. Very cool. So that takes us, you know, I'm trying to think if there's any other major things that that are noteworthy during the day. Mitch was a pretty cool thing that happened. Mm-hmm. Then... Uh, Show winds down, 6 o'clock happens. Todd and I go get our room, which is very conveniently located. Yeah, I mean, there might have been sure. two rooms that were closer. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but everyone knows how close hotel rooms are to each other, like the doors. Mm-hmm. Like two rooms were closer. First level, it was really nice. And so we go and uh, let's go get pizza. It's the uh, the vendor's pizza party. Uh, some shows do this. It's I really like it a lot, especially like because I'm there for one night. It's nice. I'm not worrying about where we're going to eat, this and that. I don't yeah. have to know the area. Um, yeah, the lead parties do a great job, Class X. They, they absolutely do. They kept things rocking the whole time. Um, so we go there. Um, Sean yells, Andy, just grab a pizza. So I'm, I'm really good at following those instructions. So I grabbed a pizza and walked <laughs> back to the room. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and Todd and I, I mean, it was a big pizza. I mean, it, it was normally a, a pizza isn't something that, you know, is a challenge for me. Should I choose to put my mind to it? Mm. Todd and I, we, we did probably five eighths of that pizza. Yeah. And then it was just like, that's it. We're done. Yeah, Vance comes back, full on sleep mode, uh, crushing all those carbs at a, a fast amount of time. Because during the shows, we just do not eat, we do not drink, we just stand on concrete. I brought 
pretty much what I ate all day Saturday was I, I brought a case of great value cream soda, which, which, which Vance had his first. Mm-hmm. And while he's drinking water right now, he did say, mm, this is good. And it, it was good. It was like, uh, you know, room temperature too, which was even better. Right. But for Vance to say, mm, that was good. At least it makes me feel not crazy for drinking the generic cream soda. That I did get ragged on. I was gracious enough to offer a cream soda to a two-time podcast guest, Brandon Lilly, who had a booth kind of catty corner to us across an aisle way. And he told me that there are, he made a list, I wish I remembered it, that there are like five things a man should not cheap out on. And in that top five was cream soda. Wow. <laughs> And I'm like, wow! I didn't realize you took this so seriously. Wow! But he was he was knocking that it was a, I I'm, I think I make it well known that I choose the generic because the A and W just doesn't taste. And that was, but Vance is looking at me like, why are you talking about this? Brandon was like prepared. He was like, it's got to be this brand or this brand. Anything else or nothing. I'm like, you put some thought in this. I'm like, hey, buddy, listen, I don't know brand number one because it's not sold. You know, it's very Mm -hmm. regional on some of these, you know, off the walls. He knew his stuff. So go ask Brandon what those two brands of cream soda have to be because he... He's a brand guy. He pretty much knows stuff. He's like, I don't want to see another one of these ever again. Wow. I did. He did not, you know, he also accepted some of the snack sticks. But if you made a great value glider, he would love it. Maybe. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. I should do that. I should like somehow screen print this on and send it on, on a glider. And on a glider, send it, send it to him. Yeah. I'd be like, now what if? Now what's it like? Yeah. So, anyways, that's what I had. It was cream soda and snack sticks. So I was starving. Um, come time. So then, anyways, we finished eating. We talk a little in the hotel room, and then we take the three steps over to where everyone else is at. Not everyone. A lot of people. So we hang out with uh, the Leah party, Sean and Todd. Uh, Todd's family was there. Todd, Leah party, not Todd Young. And Dale Wiley was there, in and out and whatever. And I don't know if it was the pizza, but Vance and I got on a laughing spree. Yeah, we were... It's always good to catch up with those people. We do it a couple of times a year. Uh, and I know all three of us are suckers for, for stories. Uh, mm-hmm. And Dale was telling these stories about about reels. He had one. The story itself I had heard prior. I heard that story that he told. Mm-hmm. He did this thing. I'm not going to even try to emulate it, but it it almost had me on the ground. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we were we were hurting, and people were looking at us. I mean, but they they were all friends. I wasn't like self conscious over it. I had tears coming out of my eyes because of it points <laughs> it points out was like the whole room's looking at us. We look like children. <laughs> at one point, Todd got up and walked away. He went to the other <laughs> table. He's like, "Yeah, I'm yeah. getting out of here. These guys are good." <laughs> These guys are laughing too hard. <laughs> I mean, we were crying. It, it was hilarious. I mean, but yeah, there were like three stories that st- stood out. Two of them had us laughing. The other one was like this, oh my God story. I I wish I could repeat these stories, but I don't want, I want Dale to tell them. 
time. I know, yeah. And so I'm not going to ruin it. I know people, if, if, if you want to punch me in the face, you can, by all means, um, I'm, I'm not going to repeat these stories because I hope Dale can do it for us. Yeah, essentially, they're, it has a lot to do with reels, and there was more stories that came out about reels that Todd was telling us, uh, you know, and we were pretty much crying until, you know, 1 a.m. Until I pulled that nice... <laughs> Pull out bed out of that couch. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Me and Todd got nice beds, and uh, Andy got the couch bed. That that's generally what happens. Yeah, and I don't blame them, but there's always the bar that's in those beds. Mm-hmm. Everyone talks about the bar in those pull-out beds. Yeah, and it's this rough. one was no different. It's rough doing the shows. You stand all day. You don't eat. Then you eat like a giant meal. And then well, it's you just sleep giant like crap. bowl of carbs. <laughs> yeah, and then daylight savings just totally wiped oh, yeah, me daylight out. Daylight savings happened. I woke up and I'm like, "How is it this late? The show's starting yeah. soon." And <laughs> it was crazy. But yeah, something else that happened was the way this room was set up. There was like the main window that all the hotel rooms have, and there's like these two curtains. This room must have been facing east. Because there was a crack in between where the two curtains should meet. And it it was like this orange laser beam that would cut right across my face mm-hmm. from that rising sun. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, I'm going to sleep until I can't sleep. Ah, it's burning my face. Yeah, I got good. like a sunburn <laughs> coming from this. It was perfectly positioned. Like six days on you know either side of the calendar, yeah. that sun wouldn't have been coming in on that angle. The stars aligned, and that was the perfect... I'm like, there's no coming back from this. Yeah, I did that purposely. Well, well played. Yeah, that was, was something. I love that show. I mean, it, there, it was small, but everything you, you need is, is right there. Wiley had... Which something he's not had at those shows in... Uh, I'm sure Todd can attest to this. Has he ever carried the Kowalskis at a show before? Like in the past five years, Ooh. I've not seen them. Yeah, I, yeah, I do. I, I'm not sure. <laughs> so you know, you never know what you know these these people that you're coming there for are going to have. You know, they're always going to have something different. We had, we had the six inch soft tails. We had a two dozen of them. Gone, Gonzo, Gons. So yeah, yeah, quick. I had a guy. It was an eight. Online, pull one. The last one. He narrowly didn't get it. Oh, yeah. He's like, give me that one. So he was placing a sizable order. Mm-hmm. So I was pulling all these baits and stuff like that. Um, very special case. And I guess we never really hit. I mean, everyone by now knows if they're on Facebook what happened in the first 15 minutes Yeah, of this stampede. They didn't come to see me. They all came to grab Bakers. I don't think we hit on that at all. No. But it was... I, it, it was like nothing I've seen at this show before. I mean, there are hot booths, but this this is getting to the point to where people are wearing like running shoes and they're they're you know cross training. Yeah. yeah, it's wild. Yeah, they're going to change their they they're they're going to have to change they're going to change things because it was it, it was a little bit out of control. I've seen stampedes to booths, but it stayed. Uh, normal i mean it stayed like everyone stayed in line and did their thing 
Mm-hmm. It, it it got beyond that. I never saw that before. I, I, I didn't. I've been to I've been to a lot of shows, but I never saw anything. I walked over to to watch, and it was it was a little out of control. Yeah, I didn't You'll catch elbows. You'll get ran over. You'll have you'll have you know tread going up your back if you do fall over. No the doubt. guys running the show were 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 beside themselves. You know, Zach sort of stays away. I would too. And I, yes, he 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 wasn't in the booth. It's a smart uh, man. smart man. Mm-hmm. It's danger zone. And, uh, I'm gonna tell you, this guy's helping him work, but it was it it it, it was. Yeah, it, he's going to have to change things. Tell you what, if it, I know that this can't be done, but picture if he put up like a velvet rope and he'd grab one and he says, and he just auctions them all off. <laughs> it, oh would, it would severely cut back <laughs> on where, um, I don't even know if any of those baits hit the internet. I don't follow that. I don't want to get into the yeah. politics of it, but yep, yep. That you know, I guess there's some bait makers that struggle with people actually running their baits because they're just running, they're selling the baits for the people to resell them. Mm-hmm. And to each their own. I don't care. I'm not getting involved in that. But I heard stories of some things that were happening in that line, mm-hmm. like. And I can't verify, I did not see, but one of the stories was people now just started reaching over more mm-hmm. than one pe- person and just going to grab something. Mm-hmm. Like, well, well, yeah, something. Just something. It's like, I don't care what, just give it to me. I don't even care if a hook gets in my hand right now. I want it. I heard that there was a hook in the hand from a guy that says, just give me something. I heard that. I mean, I don't think it was like mm-hmm. super deep, you know, medical attention. Mm-hmm. I also heard, and I can't verify, that a a kid, I don't know how old, I doubt it was a three-year-old, and I don't think it was a 16-year-old, kind of went under the crowd in a different tactic mm-hmm. and was able to snag <laughs> one out. Again, yeah. unverified, just a story. Well played, if true. Come out, and I guess the kid held it up and said, Dad, I got one. <laughs> Again, I don't yeah. know. But it, it should at least paint the picture, if that is not true at all. Again, I heard it. It should paint the picture just how incredible that booth was mm-hmm. for 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's go on to day two. Day two, Sunday came. Normally, it's our slower day, but there was good traffic then, too. Yeah, the Leopardies do a great job yes. getting people to cycle through the door. It's a great show. You know, that's that's all I can say about it. We've been to a lot of them now, uh, and I like, uh, you know, I, I just think that the Leopardies do just a, a great job with promoting and getting new faces in the door and, and stuff like that and keeping it interesting on Sundays because the Sundays are, are generally terrible, very slow. The last day of any of these musky shows, you almost wonder, should I just pack up and leave as soon as I wake up? Mm-hmm. Saturday night, yeah. And, you know, but you're there. You might as well stick it out. So you stick it out. This Sunday was an ex- did not fit the mold of the typical, you know, last days of the shows. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a steady crowd. You know, it was a nice, more relaxed pace. We could actually spend a lot of time talking to people. Yeah. And uh, it's the first time Vance and I did not get to talk. I know there's people that wanted to talk guide trips. Mm-hmm. 
we did not talk guide trips at all on Saturday. No. Because we were just doing baits and rod holders and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got to talk to some people on, on Sunday <laughs> about guide trips and book some trips and stuff like that. But we were not able to do that at all Saturday. Yeah, Sunday was great. We uh, the show ended. You know, they we packed up. It was sunny out. It was great. I followed Vance up seventy nine. I ordered the wrong thing at McDonald's. I ate it anyway. Mm-hmm. That was and, good. It was a great show. I mean, you know, it's going to be somewhere different next year. But oh, this was something on Saturday. I wish I could have seen this. I have never seen the presidential planes ever. Mm-hmm. Yes. And supposedly the president had landed at the Pittsburgh airport on Saturday. Yeah. Um, I think that would have been neat to see the planes. Mm-hmm. But I was too busy talking muskies. Talking about rod holders. I, yeah. There's priorities in my life. But I would have rather seen that. But, yeah. Excellent show. We're going to be doing it again next year. We don't know where it's going to be. I know that Sean is, is already working on on some areas he was telling He's us. He's working hard, yeah. And, uh, you know, that was a nice venue. You know, I, I thought I thought it was really nice for – Yeah. It's a shame. It's, so I, thought that was, I thought that was great. Yeah. You know? You know, I heard, I've, you know, I've heard people say that it's – the room was like – felt smaller. I thought it had more square footage. I heard them say that this room was slightly bigger than the other room. That was in Granbury. Ceiling height has a lot to do with that. You're, you're right. Yeah. That ceiling yeah. height has a lot to do when, when you first yeah. enter a building. You know, you can tell what's an eight-foot ceiling and what's a nine-foot ceiling in a house or something like that. You know, I would say that that place that, that it was at, at the Sheraton, you know, you're probably dealing with 18 foot ceilings there or something like that. Mm-hmm. This was a little bit, a little bit shorter. There was some crown building, yeah. some big chandeliers, things like that. You know, but still, and it was and it was crowded in the morning. You know, I talked to someone today earlier that they're like, I'm, you know, I'm not there to get that bait or do anything special. And you know, they always come like pretty early in the morning Saturday. And the fellow I was talking to is like, I'm just gonna wait and come on Sunday next year because. I was only there for like a half hour and I was so crowded that it was like, I'm going to, you know, they left. Mm-hmm. I met, I mentioned a couple of people that were at the, that had booths there and he's like, you know, I, I didn't even know they had a booth. Yeah. Yeah. So regardless, but that's good. That's, that's what you want, especially as a vendor. Yes. You know? Yeah. You want people there on Sunday and. As a vendor, we look at it as different. We're behind the booth. You know, I've been to lots of shows where I was like, I'm glad I'm back here and not out walking the crowd. Uh, I've been to some shows that I wish that it, that I wish it was like that. <laughs> yeah. And I wish, wish those people were walking through. Anytime I'm in a crowded area, that's like where you want to walk and look at stuff. I wish I was the only one there. Yeah, but that yeah. can't happen. But if you're going to attend a musky show and you're not chasing baits, like Todd said, mm-hmm. the last day is probably your best option. Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. and you will get some deals. Yes, you'll get some deals. 
especially at that Muskie Max, man. That's the last show of the year. They were flying some. Sean was reporting some really good deals over the mic. Yeah. Uh, this is it. Everybody's been dragging this stuff around. and Time to unload it. Time to unload. So that's kind of the Muskie Max in a wrap-up. There yeah. was no super super major events people did like i brought up talked about they said hey i was gonna bring you a pizza you know and then sergio and i'm like yeah that was hilarious i'm like you you got me a pizza and then like oh sergio yeah it was a he joke. got me again yes um just a lot of fun stuff a lot of a lot of fans listen come up and tell us we appreciate know, that get some messages and stuff i mean it's it's all good stuff and uh i hope when they met us in person they're like Man, he's just a crumb bum in a Belichick. <laughs> now I know why Belichick's so good because he copied him. <laughs> yeah, that was that was, <laughs> was good. Looking forward to next year. It's always so, our, we always talk big about that show, and it hasn't disappointed in four years. So yeah, but uh, all right. Second thing I wanted to hit on this show. There's been some news on the boats. <laughs> some some stuff has happened. Um, as of Friday, yeah, Friday prior to the show, I sold Friday prior to the show. I sold my boat it, it, it tiller it, life. Yeah. My tiller is gone. It wasn't on the, it wasn't on the internet for a month and it was sold. That is amazing. If, if you ask me, yeah, not just, just because it's not because of the boat or anything like that. The demographic here. Mm hmm. It's largely console. Oh yeah, well, well, yeah. That that gets into the story. So, I put the boat up for a month, and uh, you know it sells. I, a lot of the people interested in this boat uh, came out from what would that be called? Mid Midwest. I call it the Midwest yeah. area. Essentially, Minnesota and Wisconsin. Wasn't there a Dakota guy? In oh yeah, a guy in, in the Dakotas. Mm-hmm. And uh, you're battling like meat and halfway stuff, like. I got you. Got to drive through Chicago, trying to get this deal done. Correct. Yeah. To get halfway. Yeah, yeah. And, it, and it's a nasty season. Of course, we talk about the snow all the time this time of year. Um, you know, and uh, I want to sell the boat. My there's a new boat coming. I only have you know one one thirty you know thirty foot stall at my house. You know, I don't have two. In a perfect world, I would have two or seventeen. You know. Uh, a bunch of boats, you know, but I can only have one right now, and I'm fine with that. So I have to sell this other one. Because uh, two is too many. Yeah, and I mean, uh, anybody that's a lifer on this show knows the stories about this boat, knows the struggles I had initially, uh, probably learned a thing or two from me when they go to buy a boat. Um, number one. Don't do to Cabela's, uh, and you know they Don't know they know that it was, I was I was I was hit with you know a task that probably a lot of people thought that was not going to happen or wasn't going to be this easy for me to sell, um, and it still was really difficult, uh, and it, it it still got me one last time because the people that I ended up selling it to uh, don't use electronics too much <laughs> okay so let's, so, so let's, let's play so, a guessing game so, so you 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 must have sold this to an elderly man 
No. Okay. Um, I know my three-year-old's really good at electronics, so it wasn't a minor. Mm-mm. Okay. Um, this person must be a prepper off the grid. Eh, no, no, no. I keep oh. going. Okay. A pilgrim. Yes. Very close. Yeah, because the, <laughs> the Mayflower. They're going to rename it the Mayflower. Yes. It was the Amish. The Amish? Yes, the Amish. And I would get these crazy drop calls. Um, and, you know, I wasn't always able to answer my phone. But one, one time they left a message. And, uh, you know, essentially what happened is the Amish were going to town where they could use a phone horse and buggy going to this phone uh and leaving me messages so it couldn't have been a pay phone there's none of those left Mm-mm. i don't know what they're doing i don't understand their whole culture but i know that they were taking horse and buggies to town to use a phone to talk to me the way that that is commitment yeah at one point they had somebody there and they gave me a phone number while i was talking to them to text them pictures of the boat. Okay. And the day that that happened, I was driving. I was caught in a snowstorm. I pulled off into like a parking lot and I was talking to these guys for like a half an hour and like three inches of snow had fallen. <laughs> Wipers. <laughs> yeah, it was. Keep clearing it. It was, ter- it was terrible. And, and I was like, uh, I was already in like an unplowed, uh, you know, parking lot. I just pulled in. I was like, somebody wants to talk about the boat. I got to get this going, you know. So I, I'd like ended up pulling out of this parking lot after our conversation, but that's when, with like a foot of snow on, on the ground, but that's when um, I sent this random person uh, pictures of the boat, and uh, I could tell they were like getting really excited about it because they could see it in color. They found it on a flyer. Somebody had printed them. This is a true story. Somebody had printed them off of a boat ad, and had it hanging in town. I don't know if it's just something they do in town there for the Amish that they print up some boats because they know that there's a there's a. F- you just took this to the like the most improbable buyer to the most improbable situation. <laughs> That's what happened. The, I know. I'm That's just saying happened. that it's it's crazy because I never heard this part. Yeah. So so they have they had like they were like what color is the boat? I'm like it's black. And they're like, well, I have a black and white print out here. I was like, where did you get that? They were like, off of our like bulletin board in town here. I was like, okay, it's interesting. And there was another boat that uh, was very similar to mine. It was actually the same boat with a couple different features to it that he was looking at. So I could tell he was shopping around, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, like I said, this is something that they just do in this little town. You never really know. You know, what what goes on? Uh, if you would think that there would be, you know. So, essentially, we can find a boat ad on our little six-inch uh, phone here. They have, the way that they do it, somebody prints these up, drops them on a big bulletin board in the town. They got to put a thumbtack in it. put a thumbtack in it, you know. And th- they're essentially doing the same thing. Ours is just in color and super mm-hmm. fast, and it's right at our, our fingertips, you know. That's just so weird. And it's just very fitting for my boat, my whole story with my boat, because of how the struggle I had with it, the hours on the motor, everybody, that's just everybody. And I I understand that. And I I battled everybody with about that during the sale. That was their, um, that was their leverage, 
you know, and that, and I mean, these people were coming in with such low ball, uh, numbers. It was just absolutely hysterical. And, uh, you know, at points I had to change my underwear cause I was pissing myself laughing <laughs> at, at these, at these, uh, offers. But, you know, these guys were nice as hell. And, uh, I ended up making a deal with them and, I was, you know, they, they would have to hire a driver to come out and pick up the boat or look at it. And after I sent him those color photos, um, they were like, we're going to look at this and we'll call you back. They <laughs> called me back uh, probably like within the hour, and they were just like extremely excited. We started talking how we're going to deliver it. I was like, look, I'll, I'll drive it out to you. I was like, mm-hmm. you don't have to pay it, pay a buyer. I'll sweeten the deal. I'll drive it out to you. And, uh, you know, you just pay me whatever you're, you're, you, you think it's, it's worth driving however many hundred miles this is. I drop it off to him. It's in a pole barn. The, and when I'm, when I'm driving through these, it, 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 it went in Ohio, which was great. I mean, that's a state over. Mm-hmm. It's not five. It's not Chicago drive yeah. through Chicago. It's not right. You've already done that with this boat. I've already done that with this boat. Todd, do you remember that? Yes. Oh yes. We were both like kind of sleeping at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> Very yeah. convenient yeah. in a major city. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but so I'm. That was, dr- that was horrible. That was insane. We caught a fish though. But anyway. Yeah. Um, so. I'm driving through the, you know, it starts getting very country-like and very Amish-like when these little towns that you're driving through, and then all of a sudden, like, I'm getting to the area. I'm like, here it is. This is the place where I'm supposed to go. There's a couple barns on the property, and then all of a sudden these, like, you know, horse and buggies start showing up. You know, their, their boat is here. They're very excited to see this boat. Okay, I can just env- I envision this. You got, like... I don't know why, but I'm putting it like springtime. There's like flowers and it's green everywhere, but obviously it isn't. <laughs> and as Vance is pulling down this dirt road, it's like not dusty. And he's just pulling it ever so nice speed. And all of a sudden behind him, a buggy pulls out of some driveway. Another one comes. They know what's coming. Yeah. And he has this wagon train of buggies following him. Yeah. That's essentially what it was. But there was nothing green or pretty or blue skies. I, I towed that thing through snow. <laughs> and mud. And it was horrible. It was snow. And I was like, it sucks. And uh, But we backed the, backed the boat into, into this pole, pole barn and, you know, unhitch it and do the deal. And they're, they're super stoked about it. And um, you just- I certainly am, too. I mean... I couldn't believe it. I love that boat. I love tillers. I really do. Uh, I love the space. I love the ease of steering them and stuff like that. Uh, hindsight, I don't like that there's one motor on them. Um, and then when you go to do something like a resale, anybody that sells a tiller, anybody that fishes with one motor is going to have to um, – Expect that people are going to try and lowball you because of hours on a motor. Uh, I bought my boat to fish out of it, to use it. Not a weekend warrior thing. Um, I'm confident that that boat will still run. I mean, with the service through Vix Marine and how they set it up, it's it's good. It's ready to roll. 
I mean, I know that Ant, we we talked to Vix. You know, how long do they test those those Mercs out to? Mercury test Verados test in their facility 3,000 hours. Not every motor gets 3,000 hours, but that's what they run the design through. Mm-hmm. 3,000 hours of testing. So you were... 800-something. Yeah, so you were just a little bit over 25% mm-hmm. of Mercury's testing. Yeah. So... Which, like, I, I just want to at least bring this up so when people can uh, think... That for fresh water would be considered, that's a lot of hours because they're measured. They, you can't erase. You could take the smart craft gauge and be like, yeah, it has two minutes on it mm-hmm. and throw it away. Um, they, they, that's documented. Those motors know how long they've been run. Todd, how many hours are on your 125? I have no idea. Do you think it's more than 800? Since the rebuild? Uh, yeah, I mean, you got the same gear case. Let's go gear case. <laughs> Eight thousand? Well, no, 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 not on a big motor. But there's a lot of hours on a big motor. So, yeah, just yeah. you know, yeah. like because of those, even even like my one fifteen, uh, there's no way of tracking that. You have no yeah. idea. You can run a compression test, a leak down if you want. Mm-hmm. You can poke a flashlight in there and see what you can see. It's not going to be a whole lot. No, um, there's Either no way. Good or it's bad. Yeah, so the flashlight, yeah. with the um, with with these new motors, they all keep track of how long at certain RPMs, whatever. So there's no lying there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, but let's let's put this in perspective. They're putting these, you know, motors that are, you know, the bigger motors, the two hundreds to whatever four hundred and some odds, whatever they got now, on these giant center console boats to go out to the you know the Atlantic Shelf to fish for. You know, blue Whatever. marlins. Yeah, was that like at some of those places? I know the shelf is is different. You know, different places, but those things could be running twelve or fourteen hours a day, five, six, seven days a week mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. months on end. Mm-hmm. Eight hundred hours. I mean, you could almost say that that's like, oh yeah, that's a good two months. Mm-hmm. So it, it's just it's different, even though it's the same. Mm-hmm. You, you you could go down to go to Florida and you could find that same exact motor. And they're like, yeah, I got whatever, thirty eight hundred hours on it. Oh, that's new. Mm-hmm. It's 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 a mindset mm-hmm. depending on where mm-hmm. you're at. But yeah. yeah, these freshwater guys, they're like they see that and they're like, what? I'm yeah. used to seeing forty hours, fifty hours, you know, whatever. If you step on that boat, you're gonna die immediately. That's right. You know, it's gonna explode on you right then and there. Yeah, mushroom cloud style. But you know, I love that boat. Uh, I'll, I'll certainly miss stepping on it and being clean, all the rods out, you know, no bait, stuff like that. But uh, you got to grow up sometime and get out of the tiller life, per se. And I certainly am going to love the coverage of a windshield and not getting drenched on, like, a beautiful bluebird day. But for some reason, I'm still completely drenched head to toe. <laughs> 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 you know. All right, so... Tiller life is gone. New chapter starting. Now, Todd, you had something halfway exciting. I know you didn't see it happen also on Friday. No, what was that? It was your boat came in at Vicks. Oh, yes. My boat was (laughs) delivered, so they say. So the early stages, one could speculate that here in the next few weeks, Todd will be picking up Mm -hmm. a 1880 angler, first one, that Vix ordered with the intercoastal 
interior. Mm-hmm. For those who don't know, there's no carpet. That is so sweet. It's it's really cool looking, and I can't wait to see it. Oh my god! Yeah, is it white? Is it white? In, it's 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 going to be silver, silver sparkle. I, I mean, no, the the uh, like the gel coat on those interior on the interior on the inside. Yeah, I got it's going to be silver. That's oh, going to be silver. Okay, that's yeah. going to be interesting. It was a little color. It was a little color just because I just figured white. Me well, going to be a white. What a blood and yeah gunk on that. Yeah. Silver would dull some of that down a little bit, some coffee stains. I probably would have went black, so it was unbearable to step on. Yeah. No. Yeah, I'm we kidding. didn't want to do that. Yeah, yeah. I would yeah, definitely. Yeah, we went light. Hey, I'm excited. Done. Totally read. That's the whole entire reason I, I got that boat. You know, we talked about that before. I was going to get the, I wanted to get that, I wanted to get that center console, but they wouldn't put a kicker on it for me, so. That was the only way I could get it. I just did not. I don't want carpet. I'm tired of carpet. I've dealt with carpet. When you go fishing all the time, anybody that does this will know that carpet is. Like, I really wonder who was the first person that said, let's put carpet in I a boat. I don't know. I mean, how how bad were people trying they, to sell that damn carpet to you, though? They I were, could, it wasn't It wasn't offered. Deadening, deadening the sound was the big thing. It's like, well, yeah, you want it to be quiet and stuff. What? I don't care. I'll beat on the side of the boat while we're musky fishing. Yeah. Go up here, boys. They're like, how does Time that feel go. when you're when you're stepping on that thing and you're bare feet? I'm like, you shouldn't be fishing bare feet when you're musky fishing, period. Yeah. You those know. people are crazy. People are nice. Especially bank yanking. My God. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's why I bought, that's the biggest reason I bought the boat. I'm so excited. The first one coming in. And there has not been hardly any sold around here. I talked to the Ranger dealer, and he was excited when I told him that I was getting it. He didn't realize that. And, uh, that was completely new for this year. Ranger put it on their Facebook yeah. page. Mm-hmm. I did a bunch of screenshots. It looked incredible. It, looks, incre- it looks incredible. Yeah. I don't know what yeah. it's going to look like at the silver. Essentially, sure it's going to look great. Essentially, but. you have you know what those big ocean deep V center consoles have mm-hmm. on your eight wash down, yeah, wash down kit, and I'm going to hose it down at the end of the day. Have a little squeegee. You can squeegee the water. Hey Todd, can Squee- I bar- yeah. can I borrow your shop vac that you use? <laughs> yeah, we'll have to just yeah. You can have it because I'm not going to use it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, with with the vinyl that I had on that. On the Both end. of your Illumicraps. Yeah, I I never, ever did anything like that. I took a wet rag. Yeah, I know. I couldn't get to the musky poop stains out of there really that good. I had to use some mold and mildew stuff for that, but honestly, it just was like water uh-huh. or a spray, and it was done. That stuff is, that saves hours on your life, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's super cool, you know. The, of course, they're going to come out with that next year for the model that I've got, but I'm completely content with it, you know. Well, it has the snap-in carpet, right? But it's not like the front. It's, it's I mean, not it's what, like it, you know, but it's yeah, it's something. It's something, but it's nothing like that gel coat awesomeness that Todd's going to have. Mm-hmm. I love it. So news on my boat is it's still sitting here. <laughs> I do have, and I might have pictures of it. I might put it up on Facebook. Possibly this week we might have something new rod holder-wise. I don't know if we're going to market it or not, but it's interesting. A lot of cool things. 
can happen on this that could open up some doors for people that might have limited space. So there's a teaser. Not that I uh, didn't leave enough cliffhangers with Dale Wiley stories. and That was good. Anyways, so. All right, with that, big thanks to Muskie Zinc. Check out your uh, local chapters. Get the magazine. You get a bait for free. They were giving out some nice uh, tackle industries, like super shad wrap looking baits. You know, should you sign up? I saw some people walking around with that at the show. That's great. Um, St. Croix Rods, best rods on earth. Fat Easy Muskie products. Check out uh, Muskie Tackle online. They have a new order of Raptors. Team Rhino Outdoors. He got a whole bunch of stuff too, so... Look for those to be up there. Mighty Creek Fishing Guides, mcfishingguides.com. Vix Marine, Ranger Boats, big thanks. It's spring in other places, but not here. And uh, I'm up to four pickerel, and I was banging fish, baby. Good luck fishing. (laughs)